This is Free Talk Live. It's a live Saturday edition of the program. And as always, you can take control of these airwaves and bring up whatever you would like. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Once again, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Uh, and uh, by the way, uh, 800-259-9231, that number brought to you by SACL CAI. Uh, we will take your calls about anything, but to start things out here tonight, there's a story in the news that I think is probably going to have some people pretty upset. A certain segment of uh, the population, how large they are, I'm not sure, probably fairly large, about chimeras. Chimeras? Okay. I'm not sure the exact pronunciation of it, but uh, chimera? I, I, you know what this is, Mark? Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I saw that word first in my life by reading it, and I always mm-hmm. use chimera. Oh, but, really? But, you know, I don't think that I'm right on this one. I've heard, I like the pronunciation chimera. Simply, yeah. it, you know, for me, it, uh, you know, it sounds good. So the news is, according to the Daily Mail over in the UK, that scientists have created more than 150 human-animal hybrid embryos in British laboratories. They've been produced secretively over the last three years by researchers looking into possible cures for a wide range of diseases. The revelation comes just a day after a committee of scientists warned of a nightmare Planet of the Apes scenario in which work on human-animal creations goes too far. According to the story last night, a campaigner against the excesses of medical research said he was disgusted that scientists were, quote, dabbling in the grotesque, unquote. Figures seen by the Daily Mail show that 155 admixed embryos containing both human and animal genetic material have been created since the introduction of the 2008 Human Fertilization Embryology Act. This legalized the creation of a variety of hybrids, including an animal egg fertilized by human sperm. Cybrids, in which a human nucleus is implanted into an animal cell. And chimeras, in which human cells are mixed with animal embryos. So all kinds of mixing around going on here. Hmm. Scientists say the techniques can be used to develop embryonic stem cells, which can be used to treat a range of incurable diseases. Three labs in the UK were granted licenses to carry out the research after the act came into force. All have now stopped creating hybrid embryos due to a lack of funding, but scientists believe there will be more such work in the future. You can be certain of it. The figure was revealed to uh, crossbench peer Lord Alton. I don't know what that means. Some government guy, I would imagine. Thank goodness they mentioned that fellow. He's got Lord in front of his name. That's usually a bad sign. Uh, Last night he said, I argued in Parliament against the creation of human-animal hybrids as a matter of principle. None of the scientists who appeared before us could give us any justification in terms of treatment. Ethically, it can never be justifiable. It discredits us as a country. It is dabbling in the grotesque. I Hold on. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I understand where people are coming uh, from on this, but you can say it's dabbling in the grotesque, right? But you can't say that there's no medical uh, purpose for it because you don't really know how science is going to go. I mean, what if... Through this dabbling, one discovers a way to make all humans free from disease forever and ever. Or just cure cancer or something like that. Yeah, whatever. I, you know, I mean, what if? I don't know. Well, that kind of uh, you know, gets to the question, I think, or at least one of what could be a series of questions on this particular topic. Uh, obviously, there's the open-ended, how do you feel about this tinkering between humans and animals? Of course, humans are just animals. We're a little, maybe a little more advanced than, uh, than some of them. But uh, there's also, you know, the question of, well, if you if you feel uncomfortable about this, 
Does the idea that this could be beneficial down the line bring you any kind of solace? Or do you believe that, you know, that creation should not be messed with? In which case, do you take medicine? You know, do, do you do things that are maybe created by man? Do you engage in techniques and technologies uh, and products that are created by man to enhance right. your life? Were there people out there? I mean, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't tell you this, uh, whether it's true or not, but I suspect it's true. People out there when, uh, say, penicillin was introduced. Whoa, you can't go just stopping people from getting infected with bacterias and stuff. That's not it. Whoa, you can't do that. You're messing with God's you think so? creation. You think those people were around? I, they had to have been. You would think so. I, I haven't heard of any of their voices. They've been they, they've been silenced by history. <laughs> but, um, yeah. you know, I've, you'd think so. The toll-free number here tonight is 800-259-9231. Is this right? Is it moral? Is it ethical? Because this man claims it's not. He says, on moral and ethical grounds, this fails. And on scientific and medical ones, too. At every stage, the justification from scientists has been, if you only allow us to do this, we'll find cures for every illness known to mankind. This is emotional blackmail. It's three years. I mean, he's suggesting that they should have, they should have discovered uh, you know, the cures to whatever in three years? Sometimes science takes a little longer than that. He says, of the 80 treatments and cures which have come from stem cells, all have come from adult stem cells, not embryonic ones. Uh, now this may be it may be that he has a uh, feeling about abortion. Uh, you know he's pro life. I am too, um, and I believe that this this asks some ethical questions about these things. I mean, you know, if you're talking about a sentient being, um, you know what? I, I don't know. I, I really don't know about that. But I guess the question is, how are you going to stop them? Are you going to send armed raids in on science laboratories? Because that's really the only way you're going to stop people from uh, experimenting in this fashion, right? Well, right, because the article goes on later to explain that even if this weren't happening in the UK, it is happening elsewhere where yeah. they don't have these laws that you know, prohibit such things. And it's always interesting to me how people can uh, find something unacceptable inside the little circle that people drew around themselves called their country here, but it's acceptable elsewhere. And you know, I, if, it's, if it's right to send armed teams to stop people from doing human-animal research in the United States or in Great Britain, then it's right to do it everywhere, isn't it? Well, now this, you bring up abortion, and I certainly don't want this to go off into an abortion discussion because we're not talking about humans here. Right? We're talking about mixes, chimeras. Right. You're talking about, as again, just to. I said, I was talking about sentient beings, and I don't know whether they're sentient beings. I don't know whether chimpanzees are sentient beings. I mean, there's a lot of research that says they can communicate and all that kind of stuff. And did to you me, see the that, one where the, the, uh, the, the monkey, I forget which type, uh, was given a, took a, a camera and actually took photos of itself? Did you see this? No, I didn't. Look, look for it online. Like monkey takes pictures of itself. It's incredible. Like the the monkey figured out how to operate the camera, and it framed itself very, very well. Like the monkey took what it was described as professional quality photos of itself with a with a piece of hardware it had never used before in it, in its life. I mean, it essentially, it, it observed someone else, a human, using this camera, and it you know it figured it out. So it was incredible. And of course, some of the communication they engage in is really mind blowing. I, I I I see the pictures here, and it is it is mind blowing. You know, I, I I often am surprised at how intelligent animals are. Um, it amazes me just to kind of watch them and do their little thing. You know, they they can communicate. They can communicate, mm-hmm. and every time science comes up with a you know, well, animals can't do this. Sure enough, 
Within yeah, uh, you know a short period of time, somebody's able to say, "Oh no, oh yes, they can, they can and count. they can prove it. They can do they can, all kinds of things. They can count. They can think. Uh, I don't know if critically is the right word, but they can certainly think certainly out, figure out pro- problems. Yeah, they can solve problems. Solve. Uh, one of my favorites is the bird that uh, you know, in an attempt to reach a bug down at the bottom of a jar fashioned out it wasn't like a hook or something like that basically went down it, it couldn't get in with its beak so it fashioned something and used that to scoop out what it was uh, what is looking to obtain it, it, yeah, it, it used a tool it created a tool yeah. and used the tool yeah if you don't think uh, something's smart just try to just try dealing with raccoons at your house i mean they, they'll get into anything they're they, uh, the most resourceful little creatures so I mean, at this point humans are kind of left with uh, saying well animals can't do art <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's about that too they, that's about all they've got i don't know they've done uh, that. Uh, art. They've done art sure what they've used paints yeah that's art, well, right? I, I suppose. I think that there's more to art than than just picking up paints. Depends on who you talk to, I suppose. I, I suppose. Uh, so uh, back to the story here from the Daily Mail. Uh, Joseph Quinteville, pro-life group, comment on repro- reproductive ethics, said, I'm aghast that this is going on and we didn't know anything about it. Why have they kept this a secret? If they are proud of what they're doing, why do we need to ask parliamentary questions for this to come to light? The problem with many scientists is they don't is that they want to do things because they want to experiment. That is not a good enough rationale. Isn't that what scientists do? <laughs> what? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. They're messing with nature. How do you th- feel about this? Is this wrong? Is it ethically uh, wrong? Is it immoral to be creating these chimeras? 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything as well. Free talk live. Are you a cigarette smoker? I was too for many years. You know that crap's going to kill you, right? There's a healthier option. 22,000 times healthier. Vaporsmiths.com. A pack-a-day smoker will save $120 a month, and it tastes better. No more ashtray mouth. No smell. No secondhand smoke. You could use it just about anywhere. Free shipping on orders over $60, and a free starter kit with the purchase of 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL. Call 855-TO-GET-VAPOR, or go to Vaporsmiths.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We'll give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com, and those features include the shrine of female listeners, dozens of ladies who've sent in their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see it. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the shrine. Once again, shrine.freetalklive.com. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment. ManVentureOutpost.com, they're family-owned and members in good standing with the Better Business Bureau. And honestly, when you're, when you're dealing with businesses online, nothing's more valuable than uh, them being well-received well by the Better Business Bureau. Some prices are so low they can't even be mentioned on the air. You can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. That's FTL as in Free Talk Live. 5% off ought to cover the shipping on these already low rates. Get it quick. Get it, get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. We're sharing a story from the Daily Mail about some testing that has been going on for the last three years and has been going on in secret. And some people are pretty upset about it. What we're talking about is uh, mixing of human 
and animal, uh, hi, well, eggs and sperm and such. Uh, for instance, uh, they are doing cybrids, in which a human nucleus is implanted into an animal cell. They're doing hybrids, in which an animal egg is being fertilized by human sperm. And also chimeras, in which human cells are being mixed with animal embryos. So... Some very kind of, for some people, spooky sorts Frankenstein. of yeah, work going on here. And, and predictably, a lot of people are upset about it. I'm wondering, of course, how you feel about this. Is it something that you feel is just completely unacceptable? And if so, why? Is it because you believe that God has decreed that man shall not tinker with his creation? Uh, he or, wasn't really clear, clear about that. Or is it uh, simply because you believe that maybe there's some sort of uh, some sort of immoral process going on here of uh, you know introducing these different types of uh, creatures together that you know they shouldn't they don't belong together this is not right uh, it, it's it's wrong to experiment on animals in this way it's wrong to experiment on human uh, embryos and sperm in, in this way and we're not talking about a, an actual excuse me human eggs and human sperm we're not talking about a, a human fetus, fetus or anything like that so it's just it's not an abortion issue this is just the issue of well is this right? 800-259-9231. Now, the, uh, back to the story here real quick. We'll get to your calls. But earlier this week, a group of leading scientists warned about, a planet of the, warned about Planet of the Apes experiments. They called for new rules to prevent lab animals from being given human attributes. For example... You know, I, I, I find it very disturbing when people will uh, use movies as the basis for legislation. Um, I mean, really, honestly, that's what we're, you're talking about here. Well, I, I'm scared of what the results could be because I've seen so many uh, movies where, you know, this goes wrong. And we're not talking about werewolves here. We're talking about mixing sperms and eggs that aren't going anywhere. You're yeah. just kind of seeing what's going on. Just It's just experiments at this point. For example, by injecting uh, human stem cells into the brains of primates. But the lead author of the report, Professor Robin Lovell Badge from the Medical Research Council's National Institute for Medical Research, said the scientists were not concerned about human-animal hybrid embryos because, by law, these have to be destroyed within 14 days. He said the reason for doing these experiments is to understand more about early human development and come up with ways of curing serious diseases. And as a scientist, I feel there is a moral imperative to pursue this research. So this scientist is saying it's completely moral. This is absolutely moral. In fact, it's imperative that we do this right. because we could save lives. We could cure disease, yeah, crippling, debilitating disease. You don't, you don't know disease. what it's going to do until – I mean, how many drugs are out there that are being used for things other than what they were made for? I mean, there's there, there, the, 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 the list is long. Uh, they'll say, oh, well, this uh, – what was that? Wellbutrin uh, that you know, helped people with their you know, depression and stuff. Then got you – know, they changed the name and they were using it for people to help quit smoking. You know, I mean, these things happen. You have to do experimentation to find out what goes on. Experimenting's what scientists do. Well, you know, it almost seems like in this case, Mark, that the animal rights zealots could uh, team up with the religious zealots on this particular issue, right? Because the animal rights people might basically say, yeah, this is animal testing. It's wrong. That seems uh, like a marriage that's destined to fail to me. <laughs> Politics does make strange bedfellows. They say. I they say that I don't think. 
<laughs> I don't imagine they're going to work together much. However, uh, he did call for stricter controls on another type of embryo research in which animal embryos are implanted with a small amount of human genetic material. Human-animal hybrids are also created in other countries, many of which have little or no regulation. Your thoughts right, are certainly this welcome. Is, the, yeah, the next question is, how are you going to stop this? Violence, Mark. Right, well, that's all you can use is because if you, if you drive this out of the United States, and you drive it out of Great Britain, mm-hmm. you run it out of uh, the EU – Fine. There's a big, wide world out there. Do you want the Chinese doing this uh, experimentation? Is that where you want to drive this off to? I mean, do you want to drive it into some society where maybe they don't have the same sort of um, you know, moral issues with it that they – I mean, places that would, would long to be superpowers? Is so, that what you want? Share your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Let's go to Dan listening in Newport to WNIS in Virginia. Hello, Dan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I wanted to point out that right now it's easy for me to make a judgment um, because I don't have anyone in my family that's sick. So it's easy to say, no, based on religious religious grounds, based on whatever, I don't want this done. However, what happens so many times is when you have someone that's sick in your family, you're desperate. You'll do anything for a cure. And it sounds to me like the amount of money that has to be invested to have something like this happen is being done by pharmaceuticals and investors, and their only purpose would be to find cure for diseases. They, they would have no evil Frankenstein purposes, is to get a cure so that they can make a buck on curing diseases. And again, that's where I go back to it's easy for me to say, I don't have anyone sick. If you have someone sick in your family, you're desperate, oh, God, let them do it. So are you saying let him do it, or what, what, how do you feel? Oh, what's my opinion? Yeah. I really, um, I don't care. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, I care to the point that I don't want to see any animal ever tortured. But again, if it, it really, truly, with all the people I've ever interviewed, it falls down to it's because I'm not desperate right now. If that were my child that was sick, I don't know how I would feel. But right now, with everyone in my family healthy, I say, do what you got to do. Just never make an animal suffer. Thanks for the call tonight, Dan. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. And these aren't animals yet, right? They're, they're not quite animals. It's not like they're torturing little cute little puppies or anything like that. It's, it, it's really distasteful um, in a lot of cases to see people dispassionately um, you know, abusing animals. And it really it depends on the light in which one um, goes, you know, one looks at these things. You, you kind of wonder about shampoo in bunnies' eyes. What's the point of that? I mean, we know that shampoo in people's eyes burns. Yeah. I, I, you know, I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, um, you know, I, I, when you're talking about experimenting on new drugs, yeah, before you try it out on me, please try it out on the dog. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can, of course, uh, take control of these airwaves, and uh, there's much more to discuss. But I still am interested in hearing from somebody that thinks this this is wrong. This should not happen. And, Mark, you asked a good question. What do you propose to do about it? I mean, if you believe this is wrong, what are you going to do to stop it? What would you propose to do? Yeah. Someone do. 1-800-259-9231. You can take control. You can bring up what you want. It's the live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, 
TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Slobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the live Saturday edition of the program. And, as always, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Inviting you to our website as well at freetalklive.com. Get signed up there for news updates. We will keep you informed as to what's going on with Free Talk Live. Just go to news.freetalklive.com and you can get signed up for our emailed updates there or Twitter, Facebook, whichever works best for you. It's all free at news.freetalklive.com. Here's some settled science. Cigarettes will kill you dead. I was a smoker for years and, I mean, I think we're all pretty clear on this. There's a healthier option, though. 22,000 times healthier. Vaporsmiths.com. A pack-a-day smoker will save $120 a month, and it tastes better. No more ashtray mouth. No smell, no secondhand smoke. There's no smoke at all. So you're not harming your family. You're not stinking things up. You can use it just about anywhere. Free shipping on orders over $60 and a free starter kit with the purchase of 40 cartomizers with coupon code FTL. That's FTL as in Free Talk Live. Uh, this is an offer unlike you're going to get anywhere else. So listen to me. If you smoke, now's the opportunity. Vaporsmiths.com. Go get free shipping on a starter kit. Purchase 40 cartomizers. You'll get that starter kit for free. So I think this, uh, the 40 cartomizers is $69. That's, uh, that'll cover the free shipping. You get it all. Or you can call 855-2-GET-VAPOR. 855-2-GET-VAPOR. Vaporsmiths.com. 800-259-9231. Scientists have been experimenting over in the UK and also around the world, but in the UK for the last three years, uh, secretly producing chimeras and cybrids and hybrids. Animal egg fertilized by human sperm. That's the hybrid. The cybrid, a human nucleus implanted into an animal cell. And chimeras in which human cells are mixed with animal embryos. There's another piece over at the Daily Mail where uh, some people are warning, saying that they, as there are echoes here of the movie Rise of the Planet of the Apes, in which scientists searching for an Alzheimer's cure create a new breed of ape with human-like intelligence. Reporter co-author, report co-author Professor Professor Thomas Baldwin said, The fear is if you start putting very large numbers of human brain cells into the brains of primates, suddenly you might transform the primate into something that has some of the capacities that we regard as distinctively human, speech, or other ways of being able to manipulate or relate to us. He says these possibilities that are at the moment largely explored in fiction, we need to start thinking about now. But what would really be wrong with that? Like if that's what did end up coming out of this. Right now they're just experimenting at the, the lowest of levels. I mean at the you know, nucleus uh, level, the uh, embryonic level. Uh, but what if they did create an ape that could speak? Would that be so bad? Would it doesn't be- seem, uh, you know, it doesn't seem bad to me. But I, you know, the I, I understand why people are scared of these things. People are scared of new innovations. Well, the Often, unknown. Sure. What's what was the, you know, I've, I, you've heard. I don't know. People are scared of automobiles. They said if you go more than fifteen miles an hour, it'll <laughs> suck the air out of your lungs. I, you know, I don't know. I, but it seems to me that innovation has largely brought good things to the world. Admittedly, there's the nuclear weapon, uh, which the I find, government I find uh, very scary. Yeah, I mean, if we, that's actually kind of like a 
as a result of the fact that we have government and this idea I of I don't know that that's uh, true violent monopoly out I, there. I, I disagree. Um, I mean, you know, people have always tried to find bigger and better weapons, and you know, just because you have a, a you know an organization that calls itself um, the government that uh, claims for itself a monopoly privilege on the use of violence in a given landmass. Uh, at least the the um, the agenting of violence. That doesn't mean that you wouldn't have nuclear weapons. No, I see what you're saying, but we do, and it's yep. you know thanks to uh, the governments out there for funding them and uh, developing them. But nonetheless, I want to know what you think about this idea of intermixing between species. Is it wrong? Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Ladies come first. Let's go to Jill listening in Wisconsin. Jill, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, um, I think. Uh, th- I think this is morally and ethically wrong. And when you talk about being scared of innovation, uh, it's not that I'm scared of innovation. I just think it is morally and ethically wrong to interfere with the integrity of any other living organism. And when we're talking about monkeys and dogs and whatever, it it is wrong. Yes, we probably could do some pretty horrendous and, and awful results. But it isn't right to be manipulating um, other creatures on this earth. And are, are you familiar? Are, are you familiar with uh, genetically modified organisms like uh, you know these the corn made by Monsanto yes, that is uh, extraordinarily fruitful? I mean, there's there's some problems with uh, intellectual property involved with Monsanto, but um, in a lot of ways that this uh, these these fu- these super crops can feed more people than say sort of old heritage crops can. Yes, I am familiar with that. I'm also familiar that uh, Monsanto makes sure that nobody else has a say, that they have a monopoly. Yes, and right. so well, that's, when that's you what have, Mark's... Uh, let me, let me, let's leave Monsanto out of this and talk about right. genetically modified organisms. Are mm-hmm. these corn immoral? It's not a matter of morality with corn. It's a matter of uh, messing with uh, the natural... We have no idea how that genetically modified food is, is affecting us to this absolute minute we don't agreed know. agreed so, I, but i do i do know one way that it affects a lot of people it fills their stomachs so they don't die and um now so the question i have for you is that if messing with you know human stuff here uh you know sort of genetic material if messing with that is immoral and unethical um and i'd like to hear the difference between those two but immoral and unethical is messing with the corn, was messing with the corn immoral and unethical? And if, if there's a difference, why is that? Well, of course there's a difference. Um, okay. corn, corn isn't a living um, organism. Sure it is. Monkeys and dogs and cats. Uh, they have feelings. They have emotions. They have. Their well, wait own. a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, there have been studies done that show that animals, res- or not animals, rather plants, can respond to music, for instance, and and other things. I mean, they, uh, they you know, they may not have feelings that are identifiable, like uh, like you know, we can see maybe if a dog gets hurt or or if a, another animal appears to be feeling in a certain way. We can't observe those things. But who's to how? I mean, clearly, animal, clearly, plants are living. Uh, clearly, they're living organisms. Yes, they are living, and it, it isn't so much that it's hurting the plant. It's the fact that it's hurting the humans that are eating the genetically modified Well, so you believe. my concern. And so and my, my point is that it's not at this I'm not talking about whether or not it's hurting the plant. I'm talking about whether it's hurting the animal. Okay. And when you say that you don't like cruelty to animals, do you have any idea what they do in the labs? 
around the world and in this country with animals that are absolutely have no voice and cannot have yep. any say at what's done to them. It's, I'm sure it's and very disturbing. Because the per- and because the people are wearing a white coat, they think they can do anything to them. And this is terribly, terribly cruel, many of the things that are done to them. Okay, so I've got a couple no of questions. Voice. I agree with you. Uh, that, that it, I, I don't know about terrible, but I, I can say that uh, you know I find it disturbing. Uh, first off, do you eat meat? Hello. Do you eat meat? No, I don't. Okay. I'm a Great. That's that's awesome. At least you're uh, sticking with uh, you know what what makes sense here. Now, do you think I that? Have to be honest, I'm a vegetarian, but once in a while I give in because <laughs> once in a very long okay. while I'll give in, but mostly. Fine. You're doing more than most folks to stick to what you say, and that's you know it's it's a remarkably unheard of that people will do uh, you know what they believe. Um, and secondly, so do you think that now in a lot of these cases, we're talking about genetic material. We're not talking about actual dogs here. We're talking mm-hmm. about the semen of dogs or something yeah. like that. Do you think that it's, it's bad to take, you know, genetic material of different types of beings and mix it, mixing it together? I mean, that's unethical? Yes, I think it is, and I don't think that that's the reason that it's being done. It's, it's got an end result, and, and so whatever that end result is, it's, I believe it's immoral and unethical. So it doesn't have to do with hurting the animal, because these, these are things that cannot feel. They, there, there's no feeling at the, the level at which right. that they're, they're experimenting. So it doesn't have to do with hurting them. Why is it still immoral? At this point, it is. But that isn't the end of the um, experimenting. I mean, one thing leads to another. I see what and, you're saying. I mean, you're suggesting that down the line there may be these, perhaps there be these horrific uh, chimeras that yes. are just so horrid and, you know, they, they are feeling something and they are being tortured. I see where you're coming from. Uh, but so you're just saying it's immoral because of what could happen in the future? Well, uh, maybe I'm, I'm saying a little more than that. Um, it's a little hard for me to perhaps put my emotions totally in verbally but fair enough i thank you for the call tonight and i appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 what if it turned out that all this experimentation did would do something like cure cancer would that override the immorality of it would that make it worthwhile to you if you could save thousands of human lives it's free talk live this Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Tollhouse Morsels, helping you create special moments and memories your family will cherish forever. Visit us at tollhouse.com. You may bake for birthdays and holidays, but why stop there? Sweeten up the rest of the year by designating monthly dessert days. Treat your family to one of their favorites or surprise them with something new. Either way, you'll create a tradition everyone will love. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Also, uh, you're certainly welcome to share your thoughts on the idea of mixing humans and animals. The scientists around the world are beginning and have begun, actually been doing for a number of years now, apparently, uh, experiments. Creating chimeras and hybrids and such. And uh, some people are pretty upset about this. We'll continue that discussion here in a moment. 800-259-9231. Have you ever been the victim of an injustice and then decided to do nothing about it because attorneys are just too expensive? Jurisdictionary.com is a course for people who don't have attorneys. It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. 
It works for plaintiffs, so defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney, and the four-CD course is so easy the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. You can visit Jurisdictionary.com, download the free tools they have there for you, the free legal flowchart, the free weekly tips and tactics newsletter, use the free legal dictionary, watch the free videos, then buy the course. It's Jurisdictionary.com. Remember when you check out to use the pull-down menu, mention that you heard it on Free Talk Live, Jurisdictionary.com. One scientist says that this is a moral imperative, that doing this research is critical, that it could lead to um, diseases being cured, maybe uh, perhaps a wide range of diseases uh, being cured, and others are saying it is immoral, it is unethical uh, to be mixing animal and human genetic material. Animal eggs fertilized by human sperm called hybrids, cybrids, which are a human nucleus implanted into an animal cell, chimeras, in which human cells are mixed with animal embryos. And uh, people are scared. Some people are very scared about what this could mean for the future and also the question of, you know, is this wrong to do to animals? Is it wrong to do to humans? Well, I think – Or whatever would be created, whatever chimera or chimera would be uh, created. I think that the lady who called in, um, you know, if you take the stand as a vegetarian that uh, things with, uh, you know, spinal cords and central nervous systems are all sort of – equal in life and should be allowed to do their life type stuff. Mm -hmm. I think that you have a high moral ground. And if you can live that life, that's cool. Now, let's take into consideration that there are three times as many ex-vegetarians as there are vegetarians that's in the true. world. That's that's a true statement. Interesting. Um, and, you know, I don't think animals should be tortured. However, I do find them very tasty. I find them much more tasty than, than plant matter, generally. Um, you know, I, I believe that, that food generally comes on four legs. Uh, you know, so for me, it's 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 difficult to, to look at it this in, in this way. I think most people feel that way. They don't want to see animals tortured but at the same time they'd like to be able to eat them chimera chimera now we know thanks to dictionary.com i what was i saying chimera i was completely wrong on like all my different pronunciations chimera uh so your thoughts are welcome marie listening in indiana to wgbf hello marie you're on free talk live marie she's gone all right well let's try uh dave instead listening in humboldt california to kgoe hello dave well, gentlemen, I personally don't have a problem with this subject. I, uh, I'm one who doesn't believe that there is intelligent design or plan that were planned. I think my own view, one man's opinion, is that we are a product of many, many thousands of years of random evolution. If we are at a point where some of us, humans, scientists, can study and find ways to make us healthier and more productive, uh, I say go for it. You know, I don't think, I, I wouldn't like the idea of people that could experiment just to get their kicks or torture animals. Sure. I wouldn't see any good in that, but... Uh, those people are probably uh, fighting cocks or, uh, you know, getting dogs fighting each other, likely. It seems to me. I mean, it, it, it seems, seems unlikely like less that somebody, likely to be in science, yeah. somebody is going into science to, uh, you know, on purpose torture animals. Perhaps they may treat them in a dispassionate fashion. But I always wonder, do the scientists have pets? Because many of them work with dogs and cats and, and certainly rats and, and monkeys and things like that. Do they have pets at home? And does, that, does it bother them? I don't know. Dave? Well, 
I don't have the answer. <laughs> Indeed. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. I think I share Dave's viewpoint on this one, that if it can help, and I think that there's a chance it, it can, they certainly seem to think so, uh, then why not? I mean, how how can you go wrong with it? Yes, there may be some sort of negative to come out of this. I mean, usually we live in this kind of dualistic world where there's hot and cold and there's, you know, up and down. And, you know, maybe some of the negatives of this will be that some sort of horrific uh chimera will be produced where it's a it's human dog and it looks like it's in pain and uh, you know pictures go all around the world and look look at what this has resulted in but if you know two years later you get the cure for cancer out of that is it worth it you know i i look at i look at it at most things from the standpoint of motive um you know that's that's important to me i, I certainly want to know results but motive to me it speaks to sort of the positivity or negativity about which um, someone's, you know, you know, they're they're going to. And I, mm-hmm. I admit I judge it very subjectively. It's from my point of view what your motive is, whether or not your motive's uh, right. But if you can t- if you treat these, be- you know, the, the beings, if you're experimenting on dogs and cats instead of just using genetic material, if you're treating those animals with love, even though. They're going to die because lots of animals die. Um, you know, I, I think that that's fine by me. If you're if you're attempting to experiment and look into the world and find out what the world's about and create something new that's positive for humankind, I'm for that. If what you're trying to do is create an, an army of super beasts mm. uh, to uh, be able to put your nation over, you know, over the next nation, yeah, not I, I'm good. not for you. Man, don't like that. Continue with Phil listening in Charleston, South Carolina, to WSCFM. Hello, Phil. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I, I, I sure hope you guys are, are kidding with us today. No, what do you mean? Kidding in what way? Well, if, if you're not being paid by uh, the movie theater that's releasing Rise of the Planet of the Apes next month, you're, you should be because this is a great viral ad for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I had no idea when the, the movie was coming out. It, the, the previews look pretty, pretty awesome, though. It, it does, and it goes right along with this story. Um, the guy before said that he believes in uh, random evolution. That's you know, you guys know evolution isn't random. I don't know natural selection. I guess the I, 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 yeah. I you know, what what I look at these things uh, from the standpoint is I believe that uh, you know I believe in a greater power. It makes me happy to believe that, and so I tend to think some things were somewhat directed. But that's you know that's as far as but, I go. He, I wouldn't propose to if, bring back prayer to school. Even though. if there's not. Even if there's not a greater power, you know, evolution is, you know, Darwinism is based on, uh, you know, survival of, of the fittest and, and, you know, natural selection and all that stuff. Um, but the, the, the whole deal about moral and ethical on this, if, if you do end up, and, uh, you know, if, they're, if their embryos are created and they're destroyed immediately, that's one thing. But, you know, if a Planet of the Apes scenario does arise... And you're saying, well, maybe that's not a good thing. Just imagine the social implications. Now, like, these guys are able to say, oh, I feel underappreciated. I feel repressed, and we have to provide housing. And, hmm. you know, th- that'll make today's uh, um, well, social- program. I believe socialism's a blip in, um, you know, in, in sort of human history. It is the, the pinnacle of the evolution of government. It is uh, government getting into everything. The, uh, the, the monarchs of the past could only dream of the kind of ideas that uh, that uh, you know quote unquote democratic societies have brought forth with socialism because it essentially robs the the productive end of society of most of its uh, labor 
So um, the, the, the fruits of most of its labor. I mean, obviously, its labor still exists, but uh, the fruits are, are taken by government and distributed in um, inefficient fashions, no doubt. But um, I, I, I don't think socialism doesn't work when you run out of people, other people's money. The world is running exactly, out of other yeah. people's money. And so something is start, going to have to change, have, take its place. We have to start housing these Camaros. And providing them with uh, day programs so that they feel like they're significant <laughs> to society. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing it's from funny. you. At 800-259-9231. The vast majority of the world's governments make no effort to house anyone. <laughs> so. so, Mark, you had made uh, the point earlier that if we base, I guess, our opinions off of Hollywood and what you know, our opinions of the future and, mm-hmm. and what's possible out of what's in Hollywood, uh, that that's usually a bad starting point. Yes. But all that said, I mean, it's not unrealistic to believe that those things are possible, right? I mean, that the you know that that chimps could be improved. Science fiction has uh, been a great uh, predictor and harbinger of, of the future. Of the future. Well, right, because the art came first, and then man created. But you have the to understand art. conflict in storytelling. Um, I mean, you know, you have it's to important. have yeah. yeah, you have to have the conflict in order to tell a good story. Whether that conflict is man versus nature, man versus man, man versus himself, well, that, you know, man versus whatever. Man versus machine. So man my versus question machine, is, what's yes. more likely? Is it more likely in the future, as far as this dystopian uh, view of what will happen off into the future and how man will create its own demise, um, will it be the rise of the apes? Or the rise of the machines. I tend to Terminator or Planet of the Apes. Uh, Chartarum, um, where the where people are infected. No what what, Chartarum is a uh, horror movie where right. people are infected by the ideas of violence against their neighbor, and then they you know well, they we already have those. that. There you go. Uh, That's what's likely. Nine ninety two thirty one. But something comes out of that. Is it the machines taking over the world or the apes? Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. This is Free Talk Live. Our two's next. You already know that you can support Free Talk Live and the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund by starting your Amazon or Newegg shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But did you know that you can also spend bitcoins at Amazon or Newegg? That's right. Start your Amazon or Newegg shopping at spendbitcoins.com, and you can buy just about anything with bitcoins. So if you're using fiat currency, start all your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. But when you want to spend bitcoins, start all your bitcoin shopping at spendbitcoins.com. That's spendbitcoins.com. is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. It's the live Saturday edition, and joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231. For those of you just tuning in, we have been talking about a very unusual subject, and that is uh, this kind of new idea, or maybe it's not so new. They've probably been thinking about this for years, but it's certainly new to a lot of people because it's happening now uh, where they're creating chimeras they're creating hybrids uh they're creating what they call kybrids as well or excuse me cybrids uh just to recap for you here the story out of the daily mail in the uk is that this uh, research has been going on secretively for uh, three years over in the uk it's been going on elsewhere around the world as well and we're talking about where human sperm is fertilized by an animal egg that's called a hybrid sperms don't get fertilized a site uh, excuse me. <laughs> the animal egg is fertilized by the human sperm. The cybrid. Apparently, I'm going to have to have a talk with you. How I'm this sorry. whole birds and the bees thing works. What's that now? 
What do you Apparently, mean? I'm going to have to have a little talk Did with I you. Did I not correct myself aside. there? I no, said just... the animal egg was fertilized by a human sperm. It's Cybrids, in which dork. a human nucleus is, well, I think some people don't think this topic is a joke, uh, in which a human nucleus is implanted into an animal cell and chimeras, in which human cells are mixed with animal embryos. And, and predictably, uh, some people are pretty upset about this. They're saying it is uh, completely immoral and unethical. And others are saying, the scientists who are doing it are saying it's, it's totally moral. This is, in fact, a moral imperative of theirs. It's their job to determine uh, if this experimentation could benefit mankind in some way, shape, or form. And really, I mean, one of the ultimate questions here, besides you know whether you think this is immoral or not, is, is if animal experimentation can benefit mankind, then is it worth it? Is it worth it to you know torture a little puppy, for instance, if that means that you can cure torture? cancer? My, what, what qualifies as torture? Well, it depends on who you ask, right? I mean, somebody I, would say that some people would say that uh, that it's it's torturous and wrong for you to do anything that's different from the norm to these animals because you don't know how they're feeling. They can't express themselves. Uh, they can't tell you that it hurts to have uh, chickens. The human... Probably don't want to have their throats slit and get eaten. Yeah. That much is true. The the dog can't or the the monkey can't tell you that it hurts to have human uh, genetic material injected into its brain, uh, but maybe a very very painful uh, process. So if it's possible. That uh, this these things this this research that some people find so detestable, if it's possible that this could do something amazing like cure cancer, is it worth whatever harm that it causes to the animals? Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Then of course there's the you know the the moral questions to whether or not it's it's right or wrong at all to be even tinkering uh, with nature in this way. That was where I was expecting to hear more people you know you know call in. I was expecting to hear you know folks say this is you can't do this. This is against God's plan. I, I felt the one lady who called in and and said that uh, you know she felt that any kind of uh, you know any kind of anything to animals is immoral. I felt like she take took a moral stance i i I felt like she was uh, you know trying to apply morality in an even fashion well the scientist's answer would be that it is immoral to sit by and do nothing while people suffer from diseases that could be prevented by this experimentation those diseases are not incumbent upon the animals to cure do you understand yeah so you know i mean no one is no one's obligated to cure those diseases but is it immoral to sit by and watch uh, humans in pain when you know that there's a chance that doing some experimentation between human and animal uh, genetic material could possibly solve that problem? Is that immoral? Are you to asking me? Nothing? I'm just asking you I general. Don't know. You can answer if you'd I like. I eat cheeseburgers. What do you want from me, man? <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up what you want here. Let's talk to uh, – let's go to Mary Ann listening in Delaware. You're on Free Talk Live. Mary Ann. You're afraid of me, huh? I'm afraid of you? Well, apparently you are. What is that supposed to mean? I'm going to ask you something. Do you know who Joseph Mengele was? He was a Nazi. Yes, he was a Nazi who did the same stuff that they're doing in Britain right now. That's how he started. And when he stopped doing that, he did it on human beings. And I mean, it's appalling to me that it would happen anywhere. But to happen in Britain? What, why would you, why would you open your call by suggesting I'm afraid of you? You don't have to be afraid of me. I have no intention of experimenting on human beings. Okay. You need to understand there are people in this world who will do anything for money. Anything for money. I've been in the medical profession for a long time, and there's no end to money in it. And there's no end to people who will do things for money. What's, what's wrong with making it's a profit wrong. off of helping people? Wrong. We are not animals. We are human beings. You do not take human beings and try to plant, plant ourselves into animals. We are not 
animals. Well, what about the? Uh, wasn't there a case about twenty years ago where somebody there where some uh, you know doctors put a pig's heart into some dude, and now they're using actual pig pieces for people um, in in their hearts? Is is that un- unacceptable? Well, I know that the man they they put the uh, pig's heart in died. I think in about four days. But I think there's you're still not supposed to put a pig's heart in a human being. I don't believe that's true. I believe a, a man. Well, uh, you can look it up. I don't care. Okay. But I, I'm just telling you right now, you do not put parts of human beings in animals. We are not animals. Okay. And nobody loves animals more than I. But you don't do that. Is the reverse okay to put parts and, of animals and, in human no, beings? No, it's not okay. It's not okay. Well, what about like We're not animals? What about plastic and metal parts? What do plastic and metal parts have to do with anything? They're I'm trying animals. to figure out what's moral I mean, and immoral here. I mean, plastic I, 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 and metal parts? I didn't know that. I, that that's got nothing to do with anything. Uh, no, I didn't think that and animals I, I, were As I say, I know you're a lot younger than I, but if you don't know anything uh, about Joseph Mengele, you know who he is? Yeah. You know anything about him? We've already talked about him. him yeah. You yeah. might want to look so you're suggesting that, you hold on, let me just see if I'm clear on this. You're suggesting, Marianne, that uh, the scientists who are doing these experiments to cure diseases are They're akin to Joseph Mengele. Yes, I am. Yeah. And they're not curing any diseases. So well, why is it? Chance, I guess my question. The cancer has been going on for what? 200 years? I mean, it's ridiculous. Marianne. Uh, for them to think that they could take a dog or a cat and cure you? I don't think so. Well, I, well you, you're not I, a dog. We don't you're know. We don't know whether that's the case or not, Marianne. I mean, you know, none of us here know the answer to whether or not mixing humans and cats uh, will cure anything. I don't know the answer. Maybe there will be a result. Lots of weird things well, have I happened. Wait a second, Marianne. Exactly I've got a question for you, and that question is: If Those mixing, not remember history are doomed to repeat it. No doubt, I agree with that and statement. If mixing humans all over again, and <laughs> God. Mary, Mary Ann, calm down for a second. You are out of your mind crazy on this topic. I've got some no, questions. I'm, not. I'm telling you the truth. Okay, I, I, I understand you believe it's the truth. Can I ask you a question? A series yes. of questions? Yes. Okay, mixing humans and animals bad, right? Absolutely. Mixing humans and as plants? Per, as per mad cow disease. Mixing humans and plants bad? Mixing humans and plants are bad? Is that so? Pardon me? Are, is mixing humans and plant material bad? You know, I don't know. It would okay. depend on what the plant material so was. It's it's mixing uh, mixing no, humans I, and not not. I mean, we eat plants, uh, but we, we eat animals. <laughs> so it's not we. Yes, we do. We eat animals. And is if is that bad animals, too? Is it bad to eat animals? Injured, we get no cow disease. So, is it bad to eat animals as well? I don't have any time with I need. I eat meat. I love meat. So I'm, I'm trying to find out what's immoral here. Like, you know, you're taking things from the world and sticking them in people. Um, some of them apparently are bad and immoral, and some of them apparently are not bad and not immoral. Only no, Joseph Mengele would take animals and stick them in people, but apparently Marianne thinks it's okay to stick corn in people. I'm just trying to figure it out, Marianne. Well, corn is a natural substance. So are animals, Marianne. Animal. You can't find anything that's not natural. Corn it's probably not a good animal. idea, however, to drink, uh, you know, radiator fluid, but... Uh, I'm, Did you have one I more question for me? Uh, maybe you do. I metal don't know. I and don't, plastic. I don't drink radiator fluid. Metal and plastic is that moral to stick into humans? I don't. I don't eat that either. Do you? I, I, wow, I, that's that, not my that question. Wasn't the question. Yeah, I don't eat metal. Is it immoral to put anything in inside? No. Is it immoral to mix humans with anything, whether it be an animal, yes. plant, metal? Yes. yes. 
Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. No more crutches. <laughs> right? I mean, that's plant material. Well, there is a religious that uh, belief set that says it's wrong to even use glasses. I, I think that God there is. God meant for you to be blind. There is. God meant for you not to be able to, you know, to be, yeah. God meant for you to be nearsighted and farsighted. How dare you, the hubris that you have to believe that you should be able to correct these things. Yeah. I mean, I... I <laughs> and I'm sorry, know. this idea that humans aren't animals is completely fallacious. 800-259-9231. They share a lot of genetic material with animals. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP, features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip, and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want at toll-free number 800-259-9231. Though the primary topic at hand is the question of morality, of experimentation regarding animals and humans. There's some interesting stuff going on out there, and some would say pretty scary stuff. We'll get back into your thoughts. 800-259-9231. But first... Get your liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. Do it from the back of your car with LibertyStickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. It's LibertyStickers.com. I've got one of these, uh, the, one of their stickers on the back of my car. I think it's awesome. You would be really surprised how many witty sayings they have over there. I Sometimes I like to just page through them at LibertyStickers.com. All right, so uh, we're going to continue here, but first I want to let you know you can go to listen.freetalklive.com to get a bunch of listening options for Free Talk Live, including online streams, which are available 24-7. Our 109 great radio stations around the country that air the program, our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air satellite channel. Plus, the webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way. And by the way, our 109th radio station is Regional Radio KQ, 102.3. Uh, so welcome aboard to KQ, uh, Regional Radio there in, uh, let's, uh, in, I think that was Texas. You know, I should have, I should have written that down. It's, it's getting hard, Mark, to remember all of these great radio Fort stations. Ice, yeah, Fort Ice, Arkansas. Thank you for that. You normally aren't on top of that, Mark. Good no, job. I, I, I just job. pulled it out of, out of the thin air. Fordyce, Arkansas. All right. So uh, welcome aboard, everybody, in Fordyce. Let's continue here uh, with your calls and your thoughts. Uh, let's go to Tim, listening in Florida. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hi. How are you doing? Hey. Great, Tim. Um, so I, I, don't, I, I don't agree with uh, what they're doing, but not necessarily from moral grounds, more from the perspective of, just because something may have a benefit doesn't mean we, ne- we necessarily should do it. There's a lot of technologies and scientific principles that we've created over the years that have benefits, but didn't pan out too well. I, I mean, I'm not a geneticist, but I do know that these are pretty complex matters, and we may not know the impact of whatever modifications for generations. Um, you know, let's say, for example, that you found a way to genetically modify an ape in such a manner as to produce a disease-free superhuman after injecting the ape's genetic material into human sperm or eggs. They 
let's say they're immune to cancer, free of immunodeficiency diseases, the whole bit. There's a lot of unknowns. And, you know, some people would say it's great, but what if something went horribly wrong? What if these superhumans that were created ended up having a high incidence of mental disease, violence where their children or grandchildren were born with horrible birth defects? It's certainly possible, but aren't you basically arguing from a point of fear? Like, oh, well, we should stop all this progress because something might go wrong. Well, it's as much as a as much as a vet the technology and the science. There's there there's still no way of knowing what could happen. Indeed, for generations to come. Now let's sit. Now let's let's look at it from another side of the coin. Let's just say nothing bad happened, and let's say that they adva- they advance the technology into a treatment that could be given for humans. Hey, you take this, you're you're free from cancer. Now with Things such as universal health care and different health care mandates. What if I, I'm being told I have to take that? I mean, to put it frankly, what if I don't want monkey spunk? Well, well I would agree I, with you. I, that I would think be... that's the same argument that, uh, well, you know, we shouldn't have handguns because what if somebody demands that I get shot? Um, I mean, you know, it's a tool and you shouldn't be required to do anything that you don't want to do. You, you know, you should be able to decide for your family what kind of medical treatments you get. But that's an issue of morality. Of, I mean, there's always going to be somebody out there, um, and most of the time they work in the government, that is going to want to make you do something that you don't want to do. That's a problem with government. That's not a problem with, uh, with, with, with new technology. So what I would agree with that. Go ahead, Tim. Oh, I, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, so I, I, mean, I absolutely uh, agree with that. And as a matter of fact, that's actually part of the reason why I don't agree with this, is if you're impacting the, the genetic code of a human, they may look perfectly normal to everyone, to everyone else. And again, it may not be for generations and generations that we start to see issues what if my daughter marries a marries a guy who's point zero zero nine percent ape, and their kids ended up having big time birth defects? You know, it, it, there's just a lot of there's just a lot of unknowns, and there's no way for the scientists, for as hard as they work and as much as they try to vet the science out, for them to know the entire impact. Uh, agreed, but I mean, this is the, the same thing. The same sort of fear based mentality could be applied to all kinds of medicine and really most types of uh, innovation in general. What if we go to space, somebody picks up a space virus, brings it back here, and wipes out the planet? Right. I mean, what if uh, we? What if they create new drugs, and this new drug, uh, it takes uh, 60 years for it to uh, suddenly wipe out the whole planet? I mean, everybody... So we should it, just do nothing, Mark. You, you start out with what if, you insert whatever, and then you talk about wipe out the whole planet, and then you've got the fear-based mentality on everything. Right. If, if, if people were to follow that, then there would be no advancement. Uh, you right. could look... You could what go- if we had a fear-based mentality and it stopped all innovation well i mean inventing the light bulb it wasn't something that could that could have a that could have had a potentially negative global impact. it could have thrown off people's circadian rhythm you know how insane people get when they um, when they lack sleep you throw off the circadian rhythm the an entire generation generation upon generation of people who are actually insane the incidences of uh, of death um, um, in war have uh, as i understand it increased in the 20th century right along with electric light baby um so you can make the argument that electric light has uh, correlative 
caused is a causal effect for death and destruction. Some people would say that it is bad to have the 60 hertz uh, pulse of the power lines that are running through your home uh, that feed those light bulbs. Yep. That the electricity that's surrounding us at all times is cutting people us off. Worried from, that it's cutting us off from Mother Earth, and that this is bad, and that it's resulting in in us being sicker uh, down the line. That that we're sicker now because of light bulbs and electricity and and things like that. I mean, there, there's no end to this fear mongering, and that's really what it is. And I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. But I don't blame people for being scared. Oh, you should always look at the implications of things. But the, the, you humans know, the, have always the question been I have is yes, scientists are going to want to do this. I mean, ever since the Frankenstein novel came out, uh, you know, Mary Shelley or whatever her name is, um, you know, th- this is this is you know absolutely the kind of thing that people are going to want to do if they don't do it in Great Britain. If they don't do it in the United States, where are they going to do it? And what are you going to do about it? 1-800-259-9231. Fear leads to doing nothing. Fear leads to inaction yep. or possibly leads to Stifling. lashing out and, uh, and, and hurting and you know, possibly destroying things. But fear doesn't lead to anything constructive as far as I'm concerned. It, it's one thing to be cautious. It's one thing to be concerned. It's one thing to take precautions and to think about possibilities and to you know look into the future as to what could happen and be realistic about yeah, it. Yeah, use history as a guide. I mean, no it, doubt. it doesn't make sense to just go barreling ahead with uh, you know no concern for consequence. But just, on the other hand, fear is crippling. But, but, well, this is kind of the conversation. For me, this conversation isn't about whether we should or shouldn't do it because that's not an option that any of us who are listening to my voice right. really have. It's like having the conversation, well, how do we get rid of nuclear weapons? You can't get rid of nuclear weapons. They're not going anywhere. Well, the thing I definitely agree with Tim on is that he shouldn't be forced to take anything like, you know, any kind of treatment. Absolutely. No one should be forcing anything, any of this on you. Indeed, when uh, the you know the singularity comes and we have the opportunity to meld ourselves with uh, it, turn into cyborgs, essentially, many people will choose not to. Uh, and some of us will choose uh, choose to do so because it's exciting and it's new and uh, something fresh. More coming up. You can take control. Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com, and we give you the features there for free. So enjoy those on us. We've got a studio cam. You can watch, you can listen, and interact with the show. Uh, We've got the chat room built into the studio cam page. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. Other Free Talk Live listeners are in there. Sometimes sometimes the hosts are in, sometimes not. You never know about that. But go to cam.freetalklive.com. Are you on any medication? Are you getting your meds at a local pharmacy? If you are, you're likely paying more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get your prescription medications at discounts as high as 70% off. And they'll deliver them right to your door. 
All you have to do is go to meds.freetalklive.com and click become a member there on the left-hand side of the page, or they've got an 800 number on the, at that uh, on that web page that you can call. And uh, you know their, their customer service is excellent. They'll walk you through every step of the way. They'll save you big time. They do third-party certifications to make sure that there's no counterfeit drugs. It's meds.freetalklive.com. Whether you're on uh, Viagra, Cialis, Boniva, Ablify, Lipitor, Nexium, Zetia. It's meds.freetalklive.com. Let's continue here. We're talking about genetic engineering, humans mixing with or human embryos and such, genetic material mixing with with animal genetic material. And some people are pretty upset about this, uh, wondering how you feel about the idea of this tinkering. Is it something that you consider to be immoral? And if so, why? Is it immoral to uh, you know the idea of just simply messing with God's creation or uh, what's your reasoning? 800-259-9231. Or, you know, are we put here to make choices. We put here to uh, to choose what makes things better and that this is a possibility to make things better, that this is something where disease could be cured, where mankind could be elevated above its its current level based on this uh, this experimentation. Is there something wrong with that idea? Let's continue with your thoughts. Brian is in Indiana. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Brian. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, I'm kind of torn on the subject about the, uh, the animal hybrids and such. All right. Um, and, and mainly from a different stance. Um, like a couple years ago, I would have said that was kind of a status, and I kind of stumbled across your guys' show, and I've been pretty much listening to it nonstop uh, ever since, with the exception of a couple Sundays. And one of the things that you guys talk about a lot is mission creep, and also about... Um, using tax dollars to pay for programs no matter how good they might be you're still you know there's still an immorality in that aspect as you're using you know stolen money basically to fund this and that's basically where i come from on this i wouldn't have a problem if it's privately funded privately run you know and they're trying to do whatever really honestly it doesn't matter to me i agree with you there run I, I, I totally agree. People Most should... science is done at this point um, in the Western world <laughs> through funding from governments. And I agree that there's a lot of problems with that um, that are inherent with that. And science needs to get back to its roots of being funded by the marketplace. That way, you know, people will be – things will be invented that people want as opposed to things that are being invented that the government wants, uh, mm-hmm. which is an entirely different kind of uh, uh, situation. Right. It would be, be a true representation of what the market is desiring if uh... – uh, that funding was actually coming from, you know, free choice as opposed to people being having their money stolen from them by taxation and then having bureaucrats decide where to spend it. I agree with you. Right. And and, and part of it is, is, you know, the quote, you know, road to hell is paid with good intentions. Um, after doing this funding, it just I just foresee them using it for a military aspect in some way, shape, oh, or yeah. form. I agree. I mean, uh, you, you had Stalin trying to make the, you know, the, the monkey soldiers and things of that nature. You know, and, you know, it's a little far-fetched to an extent. Well, not necessarily. I mean, not no, necessarily. No, no. This is what governments think about, right? I mean, they're a violent agency. They're a monopoly on violence. And so inevitably, uh, they go to think about the ideas of how to harm people. I don't think that the scientists are necessarily coming from that perspective, but you never know. And aside from that, well, we, know that, that robot, either, we, we, we know that roboticists are working on tools for governments. I mean, if you look at the iRobot company, for instance, uh, they make a little neat little vacuum cleaner robot, but they also make killing machines for the military. Right. 
Right. And that's, that's kind of, you know, what kind of makes me a little scared because I can, you know, see in the future Navy and Marines with gills on the sides of their neck so they mm. can do things and people with wings. So for the, you know, I know it's a little far-fetched. I don't think it's far-fetched. I, I, I think it's, we're closer to seeing robots that do that than we are to seeing, uh, you know, oh, I agree. The, I agree. the, the, the mermen uh, of yeah. uh, the, the 522nd, uh, you know, creeping up on the shores of wherever. All that said, a legitimate concern. And I thank you for the call, Brian, at 800 259 Let's go to Deborah listening in Tampa to WFLA. Deborah, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, with the hello. Hey. Hey, how are you? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, you are talking about so many aspects. It's like a multifaceted um, discussion. This is lovely. Thank you. One thing I wanted to address with you is the morality, mm-hmm. okay? And what I find amazing is how today in our world, and we live with phenomenal pharmaceuticals that have been brought to us through science and development, and these are synthetics. And we live today with these prosthetics that are enabling us to walk better and to have limbs that have been taken away, mm-hmm. however they were. This is science. This is development, okay? And on top of that, you have to realize there is a division, and if most people don't realize it, I feel the supreme one, you can call him God, you can call him Allah, whatever you want to. But this maker who has enabled us to be more supreme in its mammal-like form over things in our world, to be able to develop technology and other developments to better our world and others too, meaning animals, and our treatment to them to enable them to live better, live longer, and everything, and to develop ways in which our world can better feed itself, as you mentioned, like with Conagra, Mm -hmm. okay? The fact is that most people are unable to separate their faith in ourselves, in being able to better our world from religions that enable them to cluster what they think might be best for mankind in this long run. I'm a little lost at what you're saying, Mark. Did you you follow that, Mark? I'm not exactly sure where she's going now. Oh, I am. If Galileo, and he was, of course, sequestered in prison, Mm -hmm. not to develop his theories, if those theories had died with him and been put to bury, oh my God, where would we be today? Uh, I I suspect somebody else would have come along and done it, but I, I get your point. Yes, and so I'm saying today... Why should we put to bed those that are the other future Galileos and others Mm. who are wanting to stretch the development of our technologies and our potentials to find where our world could go and be better for itself? I agree with you. There's no reason to not do these things except for fear, like uh, the earlier caller was expressing. fear only comes from those that cause it and preach it. Fear only comes from those who don't trust mankind is on the right path. Look where we were 100 years ago and what we have today. When the computer was developed, people were fearful. They thought, oh, my God, this thing's going to control my world. They would have put it to bed. They would have buried the thing. Mm -hmm. And then where would we be now? I think you make a great point, and I thank you, Deborah, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Right. There's the fear of the unknown, but it can go either direction. I mean, not only am I uh, can one should, should one look at the implications of what would happen if something goes badly but you should look at the implications of what would happen if something goes well 
And oh, yeah. the, you know, what's it going to mean? And it also depends on where your values lie. Many people don't really care about the uh, the condition of sort of the human species because, well, the, wor- the world's going to end shortly and we're all going to heaven, or at least the ones that Wait, have... wasn't it supposed to end a few months ago? Well, uh, it, actually, I what believe it's October. It was the actual... Oh, they changed or, the date now, yeah, right? Yeah, he didn't... Uh, you know, the, the, the good folks were going to shoot up in the air and apparently that preacher wasn't one of them. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it, the, oh, really, it was only Randy Macho Man Savage that was uh, taken up that day, as I understand it. Oh. Uh, but, um, uh, you he know... He is perfect. <laughs> so he said... One 1-800-2... I don't know if he said that. Did he say that? I don't know. No, there was another wrestler named Mr. Perfect, I think. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves here. Bring up whatever you want. I mean, if we hadn't, uh, if we'd just been stuck in fear, we would never have had world wrestling entertainment. And what would the world be like then? More be terrible. Way, you can take control. This is Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. You know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. You know a new currency will take over at some point. Wouldn't you like to be in on the ground floor? Bitcoins. They're a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems only to be increasing. Find out more at weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are going up. Weusecoins.org. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that you'll find there on the house. If you like the show and you appreciate the fact that we give it to you free online and uh, you like Free Talk Live, you want to help us out a little bit, then you can shop with us. Head on over to shop.freetalklive.com. And that's where you'll find links to Amazon. You know them. They're the world's largest internet retailer with thousands upon thousands of you know countless amounts of products, dozens of categories, free super saver shipping on a lot of their brand new items and even used items if you need to save a few extra bucks. You can do that by going to shop.freetalklive.com. That's where you'll see our affiliate links. Just click into the right one for your country. Uh, again, that's shop.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live will get a portion of the purchase when you enter through those links. So you know the U.S. dollar is devaluing. You can see it happening every day. All you have to do is go to the grocery store. And you know, looking at history, that at some point a new currency will take its place. Wouldn't you like to be in the ground floor of that currency? Bitcoins. Bitcoins are a decentralized, anonymous internet currency. They're free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. You can use them anywhere in the world, and their value seems to it's trending upward. You can find out more by going to weusecoins.org. Don't be kicking yourself in the pants in a month. You know, they're at about $14 a piece now. They could be significantly higher in a month. Your dollars are going down. Bitcoins are trending upward. We use coins.org. All right. So we continue with you and your thoughts. We are talking about genetic manipulation. The combining, uh, not of, we're not just necessarily talking about uh, vegetables, although that has come up in fruit, uh, but specifically humans. And animals taking their genetic material, combining them together, experimenting, tinkering with nature. Some people will find this very offensive. Others will find it exciting about the possibilities of what could come out of this. I mean, maybe it'll all just be for nothing. 
or maybe they'll cure cancer, or maybe they'll extend people's lives. It's kind of how experimentation works, or, right? Yeah. Who knows where this is going to go? And part of that has uh, – some people look at that, and they get scared. They look at the statement of who knows where this is going to go, and they say, oh, my God, it could be a massive world extinction. It could be the apes taking over. What about sky debt? Right. So I say go for it. Anything that can be done to improve this place, to improve our lives, to improve humanity and how we get along and how long we live and how happy we are and healthy we are, I say go for it. And I understand that that may mean that there is something on, you know, on the negative side. There's, there could be some negatives that, uh, that come out of this. It is true that you never really know what's going to pan out. But if we had just stood still in the past for fear, and this is one of the points a caller made earlier, uh, Deborah, I think, if we had just stood still as a humans and not moved ahead because of we're afraid of what might happen, then where would we be today? I think that's a great argument against fear, but it's not an argument. But fear isn't an argument against this. Fear is an argument against everything. Yeah, yeah, indeed, but it's not going to work. It's not going to matter. Scientists are going to experiment in this fashion. It's true. Whether people want it or not, whether people howl to the high moons, they're going to find some place that uh, you know will let them do their experimentation. Um, and you know, the, the question is, what direction do you want those experiments to take? Do you want the, the experimentation to begin as sort of in the the free world where people uh, are are comfortable with these ideas? You know, where you know people are trying to do better things and, and make people's lives better, or do you want them to be in some nasty uh, you know dictator? where they want to take over the world. Which one of them do you want? Let's find out what Juliet has to say in New York. Juliet, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Okay. Am I on? You are. Go ahead with your thoughts. Okay. I have to tell you that these hybrids are all, they're all around us. I went to school with a girl who was so deformed her parents were normal with this. Are you talking right into your phone? It sounds like you've got like something over the, the phone. No, no. I was talking right in. Okay, I went to school with the girl. She looked like she looked like a parrot. Her head was so strangely deformed, and her eyes were on kind of on the side of her head. Uh-huh. And her palate, her palate stuck way out, and so her nose was squished down on it. I have three examples, and then I. And what I are you suggesting about that? I mean, I'm saying it might be like that guy said that it's a throwback because her parents were normal looking. Now this guy, my neighbor, he looked he looked just like an ape. And he had the hairiest arms, and he went out with his shirt out before, and he was hairy, like hairy. It was scary, and he walked. His arms were long, <laughs> uh-huh. and he walked. And he was are you for funny. real? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. What are and you suggesting? I, I mean, I don't get I'm it. Where saying, you... I'm saying that there are throwbacks, and here's my last one. Did you ever see the picture? Uh-huh. The picture of Andrew Weiner. He was bred with a Thanks dog. for the call. I appreciate it. <laughs> Not bad. I thought Not you bad. did pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Held it together. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm three and a half stars, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not you don't get the the female crankers very often, no. and they tend to be better. The female crankers tend to be better than the male. You're not crankers. quite expecting it uh, as, as often, right? We right, get as many the, we get as many crazy people on this show as we get crankers, so it's difficult. No, to we don't get crankers very often. Yeah, we, get crank, we get crazies more, more often. Okay. Crankers. Well, I, I suppose everybody's crazy, so. Depends on your perspective, I suppose, yeah. But, uh, you know, we we like a good crank call here on Free Talk Live, and it's so rare that you get a good one. And and you're right, Mark, it's pretty easy to identify the crankers, because usually they sound like about, you know, (laughs) 17 or, or you know, 15. Hey, hey, you guys, boobs suck. (laughs) 1-800-2, hey, are my friends listening? This is cool. 
1-800-259-9231 as we continue here. Let's go to Robert, listening in Arkansas to XM's Extreme Talk. Hello, Robert. Hello, how are you guys doing? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, about the genetic, I mean, there are millions upon millions of diabetics who have benefited from human-to-animal gene splicing for the last couple of decades. That's where the majority of your insulin comes from. Is that so? Okay. Oh. Yeah, I mean, he, the insulin that diabetics like myself and others take is produced by from pigs. I mean, there's not enough humans out there that are nice enough to donate blood to be able to get the insulin out of for all the diabetics in the world to get their insulin from. So hmm. they had to find another place to get it. Interesting. And that's where they got it from. Well, the, the woman that called earlier would have said that was immoral to uh, to combine human and animal genetics. But it's been, I mean... Human insulin has been produced in pigs for decades. Very interesting. I mean, without it, without it, the quality of life for diabetics would be down, let alone survival rate. Yeah, yeah. Would not be where it's at. So, right, that's what you have to ask of those those people who, and I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, I didn't I know I only that. have one thing to say to you. Mingala. <laughs> Mingala. <laughs> oh, God. Thanks for, thanks for sharing that. Anything else on your mind tonight? No, that's it. I'm all for it. I appreciate hearing. Thank you. I appreciate hearing from you. Great point. That was something I did not know. Uh, You learn something new. Nazis. (laughs) Killing Jews. Just end the conversation right there. (laughs) All you have to do is reference the Nazis. Yeah. But that's a great point, and I wish I had known that to bring it up to uh, to her when she was uh, when she was on the line earlier. This this zealot who suggested bring up. well, she's still heart. listening. I li- she's likely still listening. Or people that think like her are still listening. Would you subject diabetics to early death because uh, you you know you don't agree with uh, using pigs to uh, create insulin? You know, nature has uh, humans and animals mixed. Um, I mean, there are bacteria in our gut that help us to uh, digest food. Are you going to say a bacteria is an animal? Well, yeah. I don't think bacteria. If you, if you use as the animal. sort of old scientific, uh, uh, instead of splitting into five kingdoms, you split into two, which is planta and an- an- animalia or whatever it is. Then yes, if you decide <laughs> that you want to split it into like funguses and and mm-hmm. plants and animals and yeah, then then I suppose. But okay, uh, humans have been. I don't know if you're not going to if you're not going to define bacteria we as have animals, coexisted with other beings, shall we say? I don't know if being is even an accurate term to describe bacteria entities that are separate from ourselves, mobile life forms, entities I don't know. that are separate from ourselves, but also incumbent upon us that uh, we you know they need us like we need them that kind of thing. It's a uh, what is it that there's those like you've got the, the elephants or whatever or the rhinos with a little bird that sits on its back and picks off the fleas. I don't know. There's a symbiosis. Word. Symbiosis. There you go. I wasn't really You paid attention you. in science class, I was, I was really you? just kind of looking at you. It wasn't paying much <laughs> I, was, I see you talk so often. It's so, you know, to make so little uh, important in my life. 1-800-259-9231. Symbiotic relationship. Uh, that's, uh, that's what I was looking for. As we continue here uh, with you and your thoughts. And we'll go to, I believe we've got Aaron listening in Missouri. Also to XM's Extreme Talk. Hello, Aaron. Hey, gentlemen, it's a pleasure to speak to you. It's Thanks. an interesting conversation, as always. Go ahead, sir. Um, well, I just want to point out the, uh, to the gentleman earlier that was worried about his uh, daughter marrying somebody that was point zero 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 nine percent ape or whatever it was he said. Um, I'd like to point out that chimpanzees and humans share 97% of our, 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 of our genes. They're That's exactly right. They're exactly the same. 
Dogs and cats aren't very far behind either. If you want, you can stick around and uh, expound upon your thoughts. Uh, so 800 no, All right, thanks, dude. 800 yeah. 259 I thought it was 99%. I'm seeing 96%, 98%. 97 sounds like a good... They're uh, darn close. Yeah. You tweak darn a few close. things here and there, and you've got yourself a human out of an ape. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up what you want. Hour 3 is next. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts coming up. Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes feed the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You, as always, are invited to bring up whatever you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. For those of you just tuning in Mark, why don't you do the recap? I normally do that. What have we been talking about tonight? We've been talking about mixing uh, the genetic material of uh, humans and and critters, and uh, you know, the, just uh, sort of the moral implications, the uh, the possible real world implications. And uh, people have called in and, and how talk- people feel. Yeah, 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 people feel about it. People have called in with scary stories about possible futures. People have called in saying, "Bring on the technology." People mm-hmm. have said, uh, "You know, this is this is awful." Mangala, my, my favorite <laughs> um, of, of the evening. Uh, one gal said that uh, messing with um, with with animals at all, you know, sort of uh, messing with their lives is immoral. And I think that this is an interesting stand, uh, the, the stand of sort of a vegetarian. I think it's neat. 1-800-259-9231. The story that sparked it all was from the Daily Mail, where they talk about some of the experiments that have been going on just within the last three years over in the UK. Uh, they don't really focus on anywhere else in the world, but it is happening elsewhere as well. Uh, and I think that, you know, the, the part that I've been repeating here over... Uh, over and over is that uh, the, the three different types of experimentation that they uh, they illuminate here. Uh, let's see. There are animal eggs fertilized by human sperm, known as hybrids. There are human nucleus uh, that are implemented into an animal cell, a cybrid, and a chimera in which human cells are mixed with animal embryos. And the scientists are saying that this is a moral imperative that this is something that must be done because mankind could benefit. We could cure diseases, debilitating diseases. You could help kids and, and all kinds of know. folks. You never know what's going to come out of this. And others are saying, you never know what's going to come out of this. There could be worldwide disease. There could be de- you yep. know destruction. There could be uh, you know military super soldiers and etc. We go to you and your thoughts. Uh, we'll start with Eric listening in Florida to Tampa's WFLA. Hello, Eric. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Well, we're doing a radio show. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, I just want first off, I want to say it's probably one of the most exhilarating shows that I've heard on the radio. And Wait, God this show in how. particular or this Free Talk Live in general? Free Talk Live in general and this show, this topic of bioengineered knuckleheads. Um, <laughs> real quick, um, this can segue into a million different topics, and I want to keep it you know, short and sweet. But uh, I lost my eyesight, and I use a service animal, a guide dog. Mm. Now... Number one, if they can make me as cute as my guide dog, 
look out world. But <laughs> how, how should I say this? Um, and, I, and I lost it through one of the 20th century or one of the 18th century's inventions or discoveries, electricity. Really? So I, I run the gambit. So so should. How did you lose? Am I, if I might ask, how did you lose your eyesight based on uh, electricity? I was taking chances. I was skydiving at night. So uh, that's that's a you know real no no. Did you skydive right into power lines? I mean, how did that? I was setting up. I was setting up on a final approach, and uh, winds aloft were screaming, and uh, basically I passed close enough to a high voltage step down transformer oh. for it to arc. It will arc into it. my arm. Yeah. Oh my arc god. Into. Yeah. But tell you what, man, I'd do it all over again because I had fun doing it. But, <laughs> well, that's a, you know, that's a hey, heck of a I mean, wow. That must have been fun. Let it well, go on know, with this story. It was, it was a good ride, man. But you got these. You got these. I think all this base. Excuse me. I think all that this this is based on one's perception and value system. Now, some people have their values based in their heart. Other people have their values based in their head. And other people, well, we don't know where they get. You know, they're a bunch of knuckleheads. But uh, real quick, um, I do not, based on my, you know, quote unquote disability or whatever. Um, I do not believe that there will ever be a cure for cancer published or broadcast. And I furthermore do not believe that they'll even find something as simple as a quote-unquote cure for diabetes. There is too much money to be made by the you know, big, big pharma, if you will, in, in sequestering information. It's certainly a, it's an interesting conspiracy theory and one that probably is backed up to some extent, uh, the idea that there are a very limited amount of uh, companies out there that Cartels. have the favor of the federal government and they you know, are able to pass medications through the FDA's uh, process, which costs sure. billions of dollars. If we actually had a free market in medicine, then I think you would be wrong. I, I, think you I may- totally agree. Yeah. No, I, com- I completely agree with that. And I, I just want to, you know, it, it's a yin-yang. You talked about up, down, positive, negative. It's a yin-yang thing going on in Great Britain. Now, who, who's going to, uh, uh, quote-unquote, regulate the, the researchers? You know, who's going to set those standards? And we all have to, it all has to be based on a trust and value system. Now, where I believe that animals are on Earth, or we're the supposed higher class of species here, uh, being a human being, um, I've seen some evil things in the world perpetrated by human beings. Oh, man, sure. And I've also seen the beauty, you know, that let's say the, the lowly pig can provide. It provides nourishment. It provides research as far as uh, anyone who's been burned can, depending on the, the severity of their burn, receive probable pork products or pig skin genetically, you know, uh, modified and cleaned and everything as part of the skin graft. So, it's, you know, again, it's a yin-yang. However, with that said, I do not appreciate genetically modified foodstuffs and food stores because the human body doesn't necessarily recognize. Uh, we've all had a, a cheese product called Velveeta, I presume, on a cheeseburger or something. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, but guess what? It's not real cheese, and the no. body doesn't identify it as cheese. So there is a fine, there's a very fine line mm. here. And as far as it going back to, you know. You know I think that the, this whole genetically modified food uh, paranoia is really mostly that. Uh, there, you know, there obviously there is the possibility of something going wrong. But on sure. the other hand, Mark, I think, made the most salient point on that last hour. And that was that it's feeding people or it has the potential to feed people that uh, otherwise would be very hungry. And I've got to say, though, I generally don't eat genetically modified or- organisms. I, you know, that's, that's the yeah, way I choose minute, to Mark, live. Do you buy apples at the store? <laughs> 
I do buy apples at Aren't the store. Aren't those genetically Aren't. modified? Some are, some aren't. Some you are heritage brands. Know. We're growing here's as much of my food as I can. I see. Well, here's a, here's, a, here's a point. If you've eaten a chicken in North America, particularly in the United States, that's a hybrid going back to eugenics or selected parenthood of modifying chickens to become fatter, more plump, mm-hmm. more juicy, and, as a matter of fact, to be kosher. So that's where that all comes from. I think it was like 1947 or something. But getting back. Oh, wait. Are you saying you don't eat chickens? Dude, I will will chow down on a chicken kebab in two seconds. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, I mean, that's the. Well, so are you all right with selective breeding, for instance? I mean, that's modification to some extent. Is that okay with you? Um, Not. All right. This is very uh, touchy here. My value system says that. I do believe that there can be intelligent design coupled with scientific uh, um, uh, coaxing, if you will. Um, I, I don't think that we should, you know, harvest "quote unquote" human beings to go fight some knucklehead war. You got a problem with somebody, you man up. That's my opinion. But how this train, how this goes all the way back to the, you know, everybody's oh Joseph Mingla. Yeah, well, if there wasn't. God, you know, God forbid this comes across wrong. We wouldn't have an interstate highway system if it wasn't for the obsessive compulsive disorder of of uh, Germany in the 1930s. <laughs> I think we would probably figured that. out fa- uh, roads that are a little more efficient. Well, I, no, I, but, but I mean, Eisenhower took the ball and ran with it. You know, this again. This I don't want to get too deep here, but this is one of the most exhilarating topics I've heard. Thanks, Eric. I'm glad you're enjoying it, and I thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it out there. Wow, an amazing story. Losing your sight because of skydiving too close to a power transformer, and it zapped you. Incredible. You know, he he says his uh, his service animal gets a lot of attention, and you know, people are really drawn to. Uh, guide dogs they really are because they they um, you know guide dogs are busy doing their work and mm-hmm. everybody thinks man what a great dog and it's because they've been trained well and sure. you know, good dogs are well trained mm-hmm. it's my in my opinion so but you know you've gotta you gotta leave the the service dogs uh, alone unless i mean they they do kind of go on break at times but uh usually you can ask you can ask the uh, the person's permission to to pet the yes. service dog that's usually the appropriate way to uh, to approach yep. in that particular case uh Reminds me of uh, my ex-girlfriend down in Florida. She bought one of the service vests for our dog down there. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she could take it into different buildings and such. Just have the vest? Dogs in. Yeah. The service dogs. They, they'll ban all other dogs, but if it's a service dog, then uh, your dog can come in. And if it's wearing a service vest, no one questions it. Nope. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. <laughs> this is It's an authoritative dog. We're coming up. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. 
And those features include our mobile site. You can go to m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams and the podcast. That's m as in mobile dot freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable, SACL CAI is a big sponsor of Free Talk Live. They've been uh, our longest running sponsor, a big sponsor of all things Liberty. And they'll handle your accounts receivable, whether it's collections, early out billing. They even purchase charged off receivables. And their employees are trained in respecting your customers and resolving issues for them. Uh, you know, they're not the kind of collections company that goes out there and uh, you know threatens or tells lies or anything like that. So they know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep your clients too. SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top one on the right-hand side of the page. All right, so 800-259-9231, experimentation going on across the world. United uh, Kingdom is where the news is coming out of, where the last three years has been going on secretively. Uh, Scientists are looking into modifying humans and animals and combining them together and attempting to, well, they say, solve some of the world's problems, cure diseases and such. Who knows what's going to come out of this? And, of course, the ultimate question is, you know, how do you feel about it? Not that you can do anything uh, about it, as was pointed out before. Sure, I suppose you could lobby your governmental representative to ban all such activities. But odds are good you're not going to be able to ban it from the entire world because people out there are interested in doing stuff like this. Uh, but nonetheless, it is still an interesting thing to think about and to discuss and to collect opinions on. Our world's changing. It's going to change more quickly, not more slowly. Yeah. And that's just the reality of it. And I think tonight we've had a nice variety of opinion on this particular issue. As we continue here with your thoughts, let's go to Max in St. Pete listening to WFLA. Max, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Hey, Max. Hi. Um, as it happens, uh, I was listening along with uh, my Labrador Retriever also, and both of us were a little confused. Uh, we're uh, we're trying to figure out uh, what your thinking is on this. Now, the crux of your program is folks of all descriptions uh, should be free. Yeah, anybody – well, I mean, I, that's my belief system is that human beings who are peaceful uh, should be able to live life as they want to as long as they don't harm somebody else. They certainly desire freedom. It, it seems to be a human condition. And, and you support that. You advocate that. I do advocate I, I, freedom for I, humans. I, yes, I yes. advocate freedom for yeah. humans as well. Well, how about these folks who are being developed in a laboratory who are, you know, in some part or some sense human – are they free? Are they allowed to survive and grow up? And I think say, uh, I'll, I'll see you later, Professor. I'm, I'm trotting out to McDonald's now. I'll be back later. I think this is interesting. Um, first off, what, what, what's, what's proposed in this story is essentially you know, the, the mixing of genetic material and things like that. It's likely that you wouldn't have anything that would come There's no of, creature thus of far. this. Um, but I think that if a being is sentient, and uh, I, I really wonder what the criteria for deciding that is, then – and I don't know. I'm not going to propose to know that. I think that, that that creature, if that creature desires – it claims for itself the, uh, the right to be free, then that creature should have that right. But what if it can't speak? Uh, what if that's a real problem, express? right? Like, I, I think maybe dolphins, chimpanzees, maybe even dogs, maybe you know, maybe cows and pigs. I don't know. Maybe these things do fit into this category. And I think they do. The definition of sentience is the condition or character capacity for sensation or feeling. And anybody that has had a, a dog or a cat knows that they they must have feelings. I think they that's do. what my dog says. Yes, <laughs> but. But the difference here is we're creating people. We're creating 
Well, you're creating chimeras. You're, you're creating chimeras, which are mixtures of uh, humans and animals. So they're not really humans, and they're not really well, animals at either. They, uh, at what point are they not human? If they're Good 90%, question. If they're 90% human and 10% uh, Labrador Retriever, are they human? I think these are some of the ethical issues that we will be presented with over time. We're not there yet, but over time, yeah. you're right. Uh, people are really going to have to consider these things, and I'm glad you brought them up. Well, well, see, that's, that's what, what I'm not clear on. It seems as though you are advocating the development of a class of humans or, or near-humans who are not free. They are, in fact, confined to a laboratory. Someone else will decide if they live, if they die, if the experiment continues. And if they grow to maturity and have sentience, uh, then they, they will know they're not free. Well, they I, will not be allowed. They will not be allowed to skip out and go to the beach or, or run out to McDonald's. And I would so, think it would so depend it on. Me, obviously, it would it depend on who's running the laboratory and what their particular viewpoint is. Clearly, and I think this is where it comes back to. Um, ideally, we should have the marketplace deciding these things. So, for instance, right now you've got governments uh, that are funding research like this, and if the market were funding research like this, then hopefully compassionate people like yourself uh, and others in the market would refuse to fund these organizations that are doing the the sort of testing that they find detestable, whereas, you know, maybe you would give your money to the uh, the scientists who understand that these are sentient beings and that they should be treated with respect uh, like that. But all that right, said, but, but, but and it's a to tough line to draw, too, because if you look at it, like I had, I, at one time I had a kitty, uh, Mr. Ravage, and, uh, you know, he's a, he's a very smart kitty. He could do lots of tricks. I trained him to do many, many tricks. Very intelligent. And, is but the reality is, down? Ravage, Mr. Ravage is a prisoner. Uh, he's a prisoner in my home. And I keep him, you know, I kept him there. I fed him, but you feed prisoners too. And I treated right, him he nice. Wasn't, he wasn't part human. He wasn't 0.9% human. He wasn't 0.87%. You know, he I'm just saying I understand where you're coming right. from. Right. I'm not advocating for the imprisonment of uh, you know partially human creatures. I don't know where you've heard me. I mean, I'm not. I'm not advocating. Well, you're, for you're, ad- you're advocating. Yeah, let's go ahead and do this. Oh, I'm only but saying we, that there's really nothing you can do about it. We don't know who we're developing. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't Hold understand. On. I did not say go ahead and I, imprison people. I'm not. Or, I'm not even no, saying no, no, go no, ahead no, and no, create no, no. anything. You said. You said go ahead and do these experiments, and uh, my belief is, my impression is that the, uh, these creatures, if they are allowed to survive... But we're not talking allowed- about that. See, maybe that's what you've misunderstood thus far. They're on, we're not talking about creatures. We're talking about genetic uh, material. We're talking about sperm. We're talking about eggs. We're talking about yeah, well, things well, that... Well, maybe I, maybe I have a misconception there. Why, why would they fertilize an egg if not to see what grows out of it well i'm sure they're going to see what grows out of it but uh you know you know they're going to see what they can get by fusing these things i'm not i'm no geneticist by any stretch of the yeah, imagination do you know that they do you know that they are not i mean if this is going on for several years do you know that there are not uh, uh hybrids hybrids to use your terminology max if, if ch- are, mike max now, you know not not six years 20 years old max uh if china yeah. If China or, or uh, Russia, you pick your least favorite country. I don't know what it is, Max. Um, if if they uh, start New Jersey, okay. <laughs> if New Jersey starts to develop a um, a program where they're making dog people for the purpose of sending out to war, what are you going to do about it? What would you advocate someone do about it? I'm sorry. If New Jersey starts, uh, well, you said New Jersey. Fine, you pick. You pick your country. Your right, least well, favorite, well, I North I Korea. I called. I called 
hearing about England and hearing about sure. hybrids being developed in England. So that's that's, uh, well, that's this really is what I'm trying the to point understand. I'm trying to make what here. What I'm trying to understand is your 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 conception is uh, uh, is. Is uh, an individual allowed to grow and survive once once these? Uh, I think you bring up a good point. I thank you for the call, Max, at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. How? No, we don't have these creatures yet, but presumably so it could be possible. Is it unethical someday. to have killed them? I think is what, maybe what he's asking. I don't know. Well, no, he's asking about you know the idea of having some sort of a creature grow out of these experiments, and then how do you treat it if it's five percent human or fifty percent human or whatever? More coming up. Free talk live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition of the program. As always tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com. You'll find the features there are free. We've got archives. They go all the way back to late 2006 on the house. You just go click and download. There's no logging in. You don't have to pay any kind of membership fee. You're not forced to look at advertising or anything like that. You just go and enjoy over at freetalklive.com. All free for you. Now then, the Free State Project is the reason we made the move from Florida to New Hampshire. People encounter you up here and they well, why are you in New Hampshire? Well, I made the move because of freedom. I mean, People don't understand why you'd move from Florida to New Hampshire. It's because it's our best chance at achieving liberty in our lifetime, getting together with other like-minded people. And New Hampshire was chosen for a variety of reasons. I mean, no income tax, uh, no state uh, sales tax. There's all kinds of reasons why New Hampshire was chosen as the state for the Free State Project. Open carry, no uh, seatbelt, no seatbelt for adults. Right. Uh, Mandatory seatbelts. You can go and get the 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire over at uh, freestateproject.org. But really, we only want you to move into New Hampshire if you love the ideas of liberty, if you understand that in order to be free, you have to allow others uh, free as well to live their lives how they want to and so if you if you dig that and you love freedom go to freestateproject.org you owe it to yourself to check out this idea because it's more than just an idea that's what it originally was 10 years ago in 2001 when the idea was fomented it was just a concept but now it's real now people are here boots so to speak are on the ground hundreds of people have made the move to new hampshire thus far as part of the free state project over 11,000 people are pledged to make the move to new hampshire we want to reach 20,000 so we still got a little ways to go and there's still plenty of room uh, to grow here we, we need more people here who love freedom sooner rather than later it's already made a huge difference with lots of people being elected huge civil disobedience uh, non-cooperation media efforts that are unsurpassed in the entire liberty movement Go and see for yourself, uh, freestateproject.org. As we continue here, uh, I want to get right back to your calls, but I think that Max really brought up an interesting question. And we're not there yet, at least that we know of. 
no, no one has released public information that there is such a hybrid or a chimera out there between humans and animals been crossed and and you know grown to a, a creature size we're just dealing what we're talking about earlier we were talking about uh mixing you know sperm and egg and and you know genetic material essentially together very small levels um but you know eventually theoretically someone could think that maybe there is a possibility some sort of beast would come out of this and i think max's question was excellent what percentage of human is human so if you've got a 95 percent human five percent dog chimera you know does that thing does it it, do you call it a he do you call it a she i mean do, do, do you call that a person does it have the same rights and at what point does it no longer have those rights? Is it when it's, you know, 50%? Is it when it's 30% human? At what point? Who draws that line and why? I think that's kind of an interesting question. It's an interesting question. And those are the more those are some of the moral questions and ethical questions that that are going to come up as this kind of uh, research advances. Now, some would say that it's just not possible to, uh, to you know to create these things. That this is always going to stick, say, in the petri dish level, and that they're just using this for experimentation as far as finding cures and such. That you couldn't possibly have a living beast that uh, would survive for very long that was mixed with uh, different genetic material simply because it just won't work. But all that said, what know. if it does? What if it does? And what percentage makes that thing human? What percentage gives that thing the same rights as all the rest of us have? It seems to me if it can claim rights for itself, then that's... The- so then a 95% human, 5% dog thing that can't speak is pretty much screwed then, right? Is that what you're saying? Language Just because is, it can't speak? Is, that language is, is a... Yes, language is a huge issue. Because I've had dogs that want to leave my house. Like when I was growing up, we had a dog, and every chance it got, it would get the hell out, and it would run down the street. That dog wanted freedom. Yes, right? it did. And we kept, kept going after it and, and, you know, taking it back. Whereas my kitty that I was well, talking about this earlier. This is true with uh, certain people with, uh, say, mental disabilities. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of them. <laughs> you know, I, my, I had a questions. great aunt who had uh, Alzheimer's. That door was left open. She'd be up and down and out mm-hmm. the street. I, you know, that's a human being. Should we right. be, you know, what, what are we doing for her Should you let the safety? Alzheimer's patients wander the streets? These, these, are, these are questions yeah. that people have to kind of come up with solutions for themselves. I don't think there's an easy answer to this. You know, my cat that I was talking about earlier, Mr. Ravage, if he would get out, which is very rare because he was very happy in his prison, uh, you know, he was indoctrinated to believe that the prison is a good place to be. He was probably right. He might have gotten killed out in the, uh, the, the, the real world. But when uh, the few times he actually got out, he was going to pace down the porch, look around and go back in. He, he didn't have to be coaxed to come back inside. He didn't really even want to be outside. But that may be because he was just so sheltered in his little prison that he didn't realize what was out there do you have a point on this or you just want to talk about your cat well my point being that uh <laughs> thank you mark my, my point being <laughs> that uh, people that are acclimated into these environments you know they uh, maybe they won't even want to be free in which case should they be set free at uh, at that point just because they're human 1-800-259-9231 or because they're 10 percent human or whatever we continue with you and your thoughts chris is listening to kmed in Oregon. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello? Hey, Chris. What's on your mind tonight? Hi. Well, I was originally calling just to give you guys kudos on how you guys uh, deal with religious fanatics. I just, I just love to listen to you guys' show. You guys are by far the best radio show out there. Oh, thanks, Chris. Go ahead with your thoughts, though. But um, I'm, I'm, me personally, I'm a vegetarian, um, and I don't know. I, I really don't agree. I mean, I'm interested on the subject of genetic you know, manipulation and things like that, you know, for, 
you know, for cure of disease and things like that. But as far as food goes, I definitely do not think our food should be messed with. You know, like they use RBSTs and things like that in cows, and it makes their, uh, you know, for dairy cows, and it makes their uh, sexual organs and stuff like that 40% larger. Do you? You know, and, Okay, so so what's that mean? Well, it's just you know if if it's if these things are are having like this big of, a, of an effect on humans or on the cows, you know, to what point, you know, is it going to harm a human and stuff like that? And are there even people asking these questions? It's, you know that and. Um, I think there's a lot of people asking questions about our food. There's a great deal of them out there. I I don't think they have a lot of answers. Wait, are you suggesting that drinking the cow's milk will make human genitals larger? Well, no. I mean, I I personally still drink milk, but um, I I just try to get it locally and things like that. But uh, I just – I worry about, you know, like RBST milk and, and, um, you know, what what the gentleman earlier was saying about chickens and making them larger. You know, I'm kind of a documentary buff, and I love to watch them. Mm -hmm. I love to learn about this sort of thing. And, you know, you see these chickens that can barely stand stuff like that for more than a moment. Well, and chickens don't help. last long. I mean, they're they're honestly what sixteen weeks or something like that. And Is then that chickens, their lifespan? well, for the, the, before they get slaughtered for their breasts. I, I mean, they're created essentially uh, for breast meat. Mm-hmm. And larger breasts to chickens can't get around as well as sort of your sort of free range chickens uh, out there, the kind that I have running around at my place. My my chickens are like three years old. These are the most expensive chickens per pound that you could ever possibly. <laughs> are you going get. to eat them at some point? Uh, th- that's the idea. <laughs> You know, I, I never really have a problem with people eating meat or anything like that. I, I just personally don't believe in, like, factory farms and things like that. And uh, my, my biggest issue with it is, is um, once you start treating animals and things like that, you know, how much longer is it going to be before they start treating humans like this? And, well, I mean, you know, they already are. Look at uh, the, yeah. the human population that is in a jail cell in this country. It's the, uh, the highest ratio as uh, compared to – isn't it all nations, Mark, or is it just the Western? I thought it was uh, like all nations combined yeah, practically. It's huge. More, than, more so – way more than China and other places. Uh, so there's a lot of humans sitting in cages right now, and they don't, de- they don't deserve to be there. You know, and and uh, another thing that I wanted to say, and then you guys can go and boot me off uh, – I, I just wanted to say that, like, it's I, me personally. I believe that it's not whether or not you know a being is human or whether or not uh, you know the the being is intelligent. I think it's whether or not the being can feel, like, whether it has a nervous system, whether it can feel pain. Well, when you say that, what do you mean? Do. When you say that, what do you mean? As far as like, should I be letting my cat out? Uh, are you one of those folks that believes that pets are are, are wrong? Oh, no, I, I've got a cat, and, you know, he's awesome. I love to watch him kill stuff, too, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I think it's, I think it's cool. It's, it's natural, and I don't like to cut his claws or anything like Chris, that. Chris, thanks know? for the I'm call, going. man. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Because there are people out there that believe that it's wrong for you to have pets. That, the, you know, you are interfering with nature, and you need to let your pets out. Can't not interfere with nature. More coming up here. You can take control. 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com.
Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. If you aren't on hold right now, you probably shouldn't bother calling in because we are in the final segment and we will do our best to get to you if you are there. Waiting patiently. Joining you tonight is Ian and Mark. And we invite you to our website at freetalklive.com where we give you the features for free. Now, if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. Now, remember, you get everything on the website for free. So this is above and beyond all that. This is if you want to help Free Talk Live, say, get on more radio stations uh, across the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. You get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, podcast, and more. Go get the details and get signed up with any major credit card through PayPal or Visa or MasterCard right on our website at amp.freetalklive.com. Amp.freetalklive.com. Uh, as we continue here with you and your thoughts, Chris is listening uh, to Kate. Wait, do we already take Chris? I don't Uh-oh. know. <laughs> Chris, if we already took Chris, then in that case, let's go to Marshall. You'd think I would be better at this, Mark, by now. Uh, and Marshall's gone, too. Let's try Logan in Tallahassee, Florida, listening to WFLA. Logan, you're on Free Talk Live. How's it going, guys? Hey, Logan. What's on your mind tonight? Well, you know, it's funny you guys were talking about the dog-human hybrids. Because I, I don't know if you guys have heard about the story of the uh, creature that showed up on, uh, I think it was New Jersey, one of the uh, beach shores up there. But it was more dog or human than anything, but it was one of the most freaky looking things I've it's ever creepy. seen. No doubt. Is this the thing that is uh, is on the Drudge Report right now? This kind of um, this, the no, this Montauk is Monster. I think that's what it was. What's yeah. it called? The Montauk Monster. Yeah, Montauk Monster. Okay. Yeah, they apparently they did some tests on it and decided that it was a bulldog, um, but it was when, somewhat... When did this happen? This has been maybe a year, maybe two. I don't okay. know. It's been some time. Um, and, you know, but it was so, certainly decomposed and weird looking. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, either way, this, the whole genetically modified human-animal hybrids, that's honestly, it's all fine. It's just being done extremely irresponsibly. Everything, you know, great or that takes the next step of any kind of science forward is all done in secret, out of the public knowledge. And then we get to find out about it later, you know, all all after the fact. And we have no idea what how to explain anything that's going on anymore. Well, um, I guess I'm, I'm trying to think, would, would something like this, how would one uh, address that issue? I mean, companies generally develop, uh, do their development in secret because they don't want other companies to come up with their ideas. So, um, you know, the fact that the government generally funds these things, and the governments are notoriously secret, uh, you know, a la Area 57 or whatever it is. Um, you know, so, I mean, I guess secret, probably secret uh, developmental programs or nothing new, I guess. Very true, very true. Well, we need to we need to change our governments. Then you know, if our governments in root with everything else, then they need a change from the top. That'll trickle down. Everything else won't. But well, at least changing change the government will. isn't going to result in less secrecy as far as a company trying to keep its development secret. I mean, that's not. Changing the government might stop certain developments that are possibly negative down the line, like you know, killer robots and or killer hybrids or whatever. Trying to change the government probably won't change the government. I mean, we 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 uh, supposedly elected we supposedly elected a guy who claimed, ran on transparency that has been the least transparent president to date. So I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, we can talk about transparency. I don't know that you're ever going to get it. 
Well, I've seen transparency with Ron Paul over the past 30 years. Yeah, yeah. He's that's Ron that's Paul. one man I can get behind. There's one man, no doubt. Thanks for the call, Chris. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Unfortunately, most one people... One man that will be an octogenarian at the end of his uh, his, his term. Yeah, most, most people aren't like Ron Paul that are in politics. No, nope, that's true. That's why he's one man. Because most people that are in politics are power seekers. They are people who want to wield power over others, who relish the idea of being uh, in control of you and your life. They have new ideas as far as how they can control you. Ron Paul is unique because he's, he wants to let go of you. He wants you to you know, be able to live your life how you want. And that's why he's not going to win. Because, well, the system can't allow something like that. If he did win, that would be wonderful. And uh, I'm not going to get my hopes up, though. I kind of felt like Gary Johnson was uh, was a good second. I would say he's a decent second. Let's continue, though, with you and your thoughts. We'll go to Saint, listening in Charlottesville to WCHV in Virginia. Hello, Saint. Good evening, gentlemen. Hey. Uh, first off, earlier you were talking about Mr. Perfect. That would be Kurt Henning. Uh, okay. Secondly... You were talking, this whole situation with this whole Dr. Allen and Dr. Monroe situation that we were talking about with the possible genetic, uh, genetically engineered creatures, mm-hmm. and you're referring to letting the market decide how things were decided. Uh, I have a little bit of a problem with that because, let's be perfectly honest, where a person can be smart, people in general are ignorant, stupid, lazy animals. The thing that I see most likely happening, unfortunately, in that situation would be these creatures would be bred with lesser, a lesser intelligence and turned into a variation of pack animal. So why, like would, why would people need to do that um, when robots are coming along right now? Um, why would they need to create uh, some subservient man beast? I think the robots would be the better idea, but let's look, at the, let's look at the nature of human beings. For centuries on end, we've used slaves in one form or fashion all over the world. Well, I don't understand. Hold on, Saint. I don't creature. understand what you're saying. Are you saying that you believe that a centrally controlled scientific uh, research, I guess, setup is the way to go, where some group of bureaucrats uh, decides or purported experts decides what should be researched and what shouldn't? No, I'm saying that the people in general would lean more towards the pack animal instinct. They would want that easy way out. Unfortunately, that's, that's the nature of the human beast. It, it, it's something that we're going to have to address. Even if you get robots, at some point you're going to find that artificial intelligence is so intelligent that it's going to mimic or maybe be real intelligence. So... Uh, you know, uh, at what robot, point do they get rights? Yeah, yeah. a robot that claims I need rights. I want rights. I'm not doing. I'm not going to get your coffee for you. Wait, but what, did I misunderstand? I thought you opened your call by saying that uh, you know you can't let the market decide these things because it'll make bad decisions and it won't. He doesn't want the things decided, and uh, because you know government can't make the decision, but the market can't make the decision. Who could make the decision? That's the problem. The the whole situation. If it was based on. The minor distances with, like, stem cell research or, you know, basic genetic medical uses, that's perfectly fine. I have no problem with that at all. But evolving them up to animal, up to human status, that's where you have an issue come into play. These people, these creatures would be intelligent enough, but you know they'd be used improperly. 
Well, um, so if they're used improperly, one thing that we found, one thing that's true throughout sort of human history is slaves are not as good a worker. They are not nearly as productive as a free man is. And it's one of the reasons that governments have developed over time this kind of limited slavery that we live under as opposed to the sort of chattel slavery that has existed in the past. I mean, Which is why I mentioned the possibility of breeding them with lesser intelligence, where you said a creature that doesn't know well enough to be free isn't going to require freedom. You may not even need lesser intelligence. You may just need to uh, develop a a more docile human, in which case, why wouldn't the powers that be just develop uh, a human that is more docile and breed out uh, a a desire for freedom? Isn't that why we have government schools, is to to breed docile, obedient humans? Yeah, they've been doing it for they've been doing it for years and years and years. Right. If, I don't know about you, man, but I trust I, I trust scientific research to the the free marketplace far more than I would trust it to government people. Wouldn't you? Oh, I agree entirely okay. there. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm saying using it using it for medical treatment, using it for possible advancement of humanity. Like for example, if you find the longevity gene in the tortoise that lets it live a couple hundred years. That could be used on humans to increase our lifespans and make them more efficient and productive years. Stem the same thing with stem cell, if you get my draft. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I must have misunderstood him in the very beginning of this call. He's just pointing out that there's problems all around. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, there will be challenges, but that's there always has there always have been, and well, we've overcome many of them. And people, people you know, get they, they, get, they get along remarkably well for what all the concerns are. I mean, you know, people, there have been a lot of hand ringers for all the sort of societal things that we've gone through. Naysayers. You know, whoa, my goodness, you can't have black people living with white people. My God, they'll marry and have sex. You can't have that. Let's get Captain uh, Ned here in, in Florida for the final thoughts of the show tonight. Captain Ned, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Mark and Ian. Fantastic monkey-themed show tonight. <laughs> and I, I think uh, Charleston Heston, i got to get that in, would agree with me and the parachute guy that this show has just been very unpredictable. And it's like uh, if you're in a cage with a chimpanzee. Well, to answer, yeah, to answer your question... Whether I'd rather go up against a machine or a chimp, 200-pound chip, I'd rather go up against a 200-pound desktop than be in a cage with a 200-pound chimp, sharing a peaceful Florida orange one second, and two seconds later not have a place to put that orange. You know, I might outweigh both those things, but I'll take my chance with the machine. Thanks, Thanks for the call, Ned. Appreciate <laughs> hearing from you. And we are out of time. I don't even know what he said. Chip, chips are incredibly strong creatures. We'll and see I'm, you tomorrow sure night. Online in the meantime, freetalklive.com. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com. 